When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Ours is the kind of show where people come and go. Certainly. Darren, if you're listening, text us. <laughs> We've done a wonderful job on the board. Thank you. I appreciate it. I like running the board. KG Town's awesome. been James Carlton's in the studio, sitting where Iggy is here in the Michelob Ultra Studios. For those of you watching on YouTube, you can see it. But uh, we know uh, most of your streaming or podcasting. I can't get my headphones right for the life of me in here. Um, KG Town, how have you enjoyed your uh, sitting in the studio? I mean, what a... What a thrill it has to be it. to be able to sit next to me and watch me perform. I feel like it's one of those things that you've told people, don't go experience Florida if you can't make it happen all the time. Oh. I've had a little taste. Now you've had a little taste. <laughs> yeah. Now you're going to be snorting those rails all yeah. the time. James Carlton is in here, and you said you brought material for us? What in the hell does that mean? Well, Nobody brings material into the studio. Yeah, yeah right. A lot of show prep on, on my drive-in. Well, you know, I can't ask Larry David. I know Jackson and you are big Curb fans, so mm-hmm. I just wanted your perspective. Okay, so yesterday, no, Saturday morning, we're going to this thing the Blues are having called Paint the Ice. No, you, you went know, to it's that. perfect okay, so. for little kids. They get out there for 30 minutes and get to oh, the cameras aren't on, Jackson. Oh, rats. And so on the way there, we want to stop and grab a bite to eat. The first place we stopped at was Southwest Diner, 45-minute wait. That's not going to work. And then I'm like, you know what? I really have had a hankering for Shake Shack lately. And they open at 1030, the one in Central West End. So we went down there. Okay. About 1028, doors open. We let ourselves in. Nobody's in there. And then immediately somebody's like, who let you guys in? We're not open yet, right? And I'm like, okay, that's a great start. And then when you get up there, have you guys noticed that every, like, transaction these days, I see it at the Blues and Cardinals games where you're buying a beer, it asks you to put gratuity on there? Oh, sure, it's brutal. And so, you know, this this wasn't the most open welcoming that we received on the way in. And then finally at 1035, they're going to take our order. And they're asking for gratuity. And she's looking at it. And, you know, I remember that movie waiting. They're like, don't mess with people that handle your food. So I'm like, okay, well, let me give her 10%. That's the lowest offer on there. So I just feel like, you know, from a curb perspective, everything's asking for gratuity. If I check out a beer at the Blues game with those self-checkouts, sure. literally I'm handling the transaction myself. It asks for gratuity, and somebody's there watching over your shoulder, so you feel this pressure. So that's just why I wanted your perspective on, on are we getting out of hand on the gratuity thing? 100%. I, I understand businesses doing it because – so, for example, uh, was out with a, a new client. Now, Chris, who was in here, Heavy Smoke's going to start uh, advertising on the program. Uh, Chris Schaefer, who was in on Jackson. I know you weren't here one of the days, Thursday or Friday, he was in studio. And I got food as we were sitting there having our meeting, and I uh, the thing came up, and I said, oh, 
you know, tipping. And I said, is this going is this going to the credit card company or is this actually going to the person who took my order? He goes, oh, no, we take the tip pool real seriously here. And with the tip pool, our employees make this and this. And he went into the whole thing and how, they, how well he takes care of the employees, which is why they have such uh, re- great job retainment there. But anyway, digressing, yes, I feel like it is something that businesses go, oh, we can just add to our top line here with – with nothing, we're not providing anything different outside of just essentially the psychological pressure that the customer feels. Okay, so you feel that too? Oh, absolutely. Okay. What about you, KJ? But I'm a sociopath and don't care. <laughs> well, so, I'm, I'm worried about them handling my food. That's the thing. I want to make sure I don't. You know, set Tom, the you're in the restaurant industry. I was going to say I, I have a little bit of a bias there, but I definitely see where you're coming from. I've been through that self checkout at the Blues game, and you wonder if are you tipping yourself there? Am I getting this back? But uh, yeah, but, you know, I'm in the industry, so uh, I work in a place where the staff relies on that kind of thing. So That's good to, that, That's good to provide that option, you know, when they go above and beyond, do a great job. But now I feel like the people that are doing a great job, you know, are yeah. getting about the same as the people that are it's doing a blow average. I love, for real, as weird as it might sound, if I have a great experience at a restaurant, which for me is just lay low. You know, mm-hmm. but do the job, just lay low. I don't need more than – and I love, like, giving whatever, a, what I would consider to be anyway a, a really substantial tip. I love that. Love doing that. But in this current climate, I feel like most people are going, okay, I guess I just got to throw 10% on there. And then, then what I'm more curious about, actually, is it does it go to the people? Mm-hmm. That's a good point, yeah. That's what I'm curious about. Or is it going to the corporation – and it's just a nice little line item when we look at our P&L. There you go. You there know. you go. And then the other the other day, I was down in Clayton to renew license plates. And I get approached by somebody asking for money. And usually my go-to is, I don't have any cash, right? But this time I actually did have cash. I'm an honest guy. And for once, I had a $100 bill. I said, all I have is 100 And the guy goes, oh, I can break that. Nice. <laughs> gave you change? <laughs> I'm like, wow, this guy's hitting me up for money, and he can break 100 He's doing okay. <laughs> I feel like I just felt like that would be a great curb, like where Larry just kind of just gets into it with him. That would be a great curb uh, dynamic there with uh, with the guy asking for money (laughs) that could break your 100. It needs to be submitted. He's got a square reader and can take take, credit. I take credit, Venmo, whatever you need. You just staple your Venmo QR code to your shirt there up front. You live downtown. What years were you there, Tim? Uh, 2009 through 2012, sir. So I was right around, I was 8 to 11. And that was my biggest irritation is I couldn't, I, I couldn't sit outside and have dinner on Wash Have. I couldn't walk to someplace without every five seconds getting hit up. Yeah, that, that uh, was, it was something a problem, else. The cruising on Washington Avenue. That was, became... I, I didn't see a whole lot of that. that okay. Yeah. That, did, that, was that when you were there too? That was at the tail end of that. That, that was like a brand new thing. Okay. Okay. That, and that I've really heard became that. a problem. It was it was it was an oasis for a couple of years. It was the greatest, which sounds foreign. Probably sounds foreign to you as a twenty-five year old. I don't know if I have any friends who live downtown. Well, I'm sure you don't. Right, Sue but Art like the idea of like you guys going to Washington Avenue no. for booze. No. It's that's not even. And twelve years ago, it was the greatest. I mean, you know, you know, a lot of my friends, uh-huh. and they either owned places there or, you know, or lived down there. Mm-hmm. And it was it was truly I mean it's as close as you can get to New York City and St. Louis where I just I'd get destroyed, but then I just walk in my building. <laughs> I lived great. in Grace Lofts and took the elevator up and just 
you know, passed out or sat there and had uh, more people over. That's the dream. That's oh, the best part. Is it was the Flannery's? greatest part. Yeah. Grace Lofts is the building Flannery's is in. Yeah. And um, did have a shooting one time. Did have a shooting was one it the time. club there at Tucker? And it wasn't the club. No. It was at uh, the Reverend Larry Rice's oh, facility. Oh, yeah. Okay, gotcha. And I, we had just gotten back from vacation and were lying in bed and heard what we thought were gunshots and then went out and we had like a, it wasn't like a real balcony, but it was like a window with like a two-foot rim sure. where you could look out and looked over to the, I guess that would be the southwest and there was somebody lying on the ground and people screaming. So you did have that wow, experience. Wow, but um, never felt, as weird as that sounds, and counterintuitive, um, but never felt like, oh, my God, we're at risk. Right. You know, ever. Never crossed my mind. Truly never. Didn't cross my wife's I think mind. The, I think the reason is because there are people. It was crowded. Right. You know, like when I go to New York, I don't feel unsafe. There's people everywhere. You go downtown now, if it's not a Cardinals or a Blues game, there's not a lot of people. And I think that's why people feel unsafe. Would, I mean, would you feel that way? I have not been down. I don't. I don't really think about it because I worked down there at KMOV, and I would walk back and forth from Bush Stadium at night, never thinking anything mm-hmm. of it. Lived down there for three years, never thinking anything of it. But now I'm just not down there, at, if at all. I, I find it to be like the parking situation just to be so comedically inept, <laughs> and the stoplight situation oh, where you're sitting there. Yeah. That's that's the time where because you just have time to sit there. You go, oh, I'm just sitting here. I'm a sitting duck. Sitting duck, yeah. Ooh, there's no traffic. Yeah. They don't time them out, and you're just that that you know like so when we go when we went to that Blues game a couple weeks ago, and I'm like I don't mind going you know I mean it's a, whatever it was Thursday and we get up super early but it's fine it's one time a year fine, um, but it's like the parking thing brutal. It's just unbelievable. Did you drive, Jackson? Your Uber would be so inexpensive from there. Right. Well, I've Ubered to and fro uh, Enterprise Center a couple different times, and the pickup can be a little tricky, quite difficult because yeah. they don't know where you are. You don't know where they are. Certain parts of the road are blocked off. Sometimes they pick you up by the Peabody. Other times they pick you up, you know, down the street there at Clark, I guess. Um, so it's difficult sometimes. And for that case, that game, like, we're getting up early the next morning. I wasn't getting after it. I gotcha. So it's just easier for me to drive in that situation. But I have Ubered from the Enterprise Center before. I think Post Malone was the worst experience I had with it because it was impossible to get out of there. Oh, the great Tom Schmidt. You know Tom Schmidt. I do. Uh, Hello. Truly one of my favorite people in the world. Yeah. Uh, Salt and Smoke uh, just uh, was listening, and he said, really strict laws against the company keeping any of those tips. That's good to hear. Yeah, that's good to hear. I didn't even consider that. I mean, that you you brought that up because there's a credit card. That's, that's, sure that's what go, yeah. goes through my mind. I'm like, I'm happy to do it. I I just you know, it's one of those things. Happy to do it. But now that I know that it's going to the people who are working, you know, hey man, these are people. You know, a lot of people are starting out. I did. I bust tables sure. for years. I worked the dishwasher at Pietro's. I had a waiter, you know, putting me on a chair to dance for him <laughs> you know i did it all <laughs> Tyler. uh bus i dropped the okay no and i want to reward the good oh. work i really do but yeah. when i walked so in, now that i know now I i'll be scolded. apt to be i'll be given more i got scolded for walking in because they had an unlocked door at 10 28 you know I, that's <laughs> like when i pulled up to the white castle craving white castle after a teammate live or something the guy sighs as he goes welcome to white castle and i place my order I pull around. I'm like, oh, this is a bad situation. <laughs> this 
this is a bad situation. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to pass on that. Uh, guys, I've definitely had a homeless guy say I could Venmo him. Thanks. <laughs> that's from the three one four. Gape, you got a drinking bracelet at Post Malone. That's from the recovering alcoholic. I don't know what that means. I know you are Gape though. <laughs> I yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, a gentleman who listened to the show gave me some sort of bracelet that was apparently a drinking bracelet. Drinking bracelet. Yeah. Uh, James, uh, we had audio from Eli Drinkwitz. I know you're a big Missouri fan. Sure. I got you before we let you go. Uh, speaking at, uh, I believe it was Greenbrier Country Club this okay. past week, talking about the quarterback situation. I don't know if you heard us play that audio. Uh, and it sounds like Brady Cook is his guy, but he's got to have to earn it. Okay. Um, does that surprise you? What are your thoughts? I'm less surprised by that than I was by Gabe earlier this year saying that he thought Brady was on the outside looking in. Like, I figured, you know, it's his to lose. Uh, he was the starter last year. There was some improvement, particularly when Drink stopped calling plays. And, <laughs> and my goodness, did he show toughness. Like, you can't fault the guy for that, right? Right. Does he have – or do you work with his family? I do. Okay, okay. I, I was looking at you. I'm like, I think KG might know this about right now. With Drinkwitz family? <laughs> no, no, no. no. I, I have uh, some connections to the Cooks. As in Brady. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just looking over at KG and it just dawned on me. I'm like, oh, he probably no, knows. I know, I no, I have a lot of respect this. for him. I mean, I thought, he, I mean, he played with a broken shoulder since the K State game. So I, I think he gets the benefit of the doubt. Uh, would I be the most excited if I heard that Sam Horn was the starter? Probably just because he was that high-level prospect coming in, and we haven't seen him yet. You know, Garcia we saw a little bit, or people saw a little bit down in Miami last year, and it wasn't a whole lot to, to get excited about, but he was highly touted out of high school. So uh, this is this is it. I mean, this he has to get the quarterback position right, and the O-line seems to be a glaring hole as well. We can use some good news on the recruiting trail there with the Houston transfer. My goodness, the Mizzou has uh, not fared well on some recruiting battles. I'm going to put you to the test, and then I'm going to let you go. Okay. Maybe you don't want to do this, though. Maybe I shouldn't do this to you, but I'm going to do it anyway. Okay, okay. you got to put $1,000 down right now, and Jackson, of course, has change for you. you got to have it put $1,000 right now. Is Eli Drinkwitz the head coach at Missouri this time next year? No. I'm James saying Carlton. I'm saying, yeah. No, wow. No hesitation. Be, because wow. I, because I, 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 think, I think six and six, he's gone. Certainly anything worse than that, he's gone. And I think seven and five, that's that gray area. And I think that's kind of the ceiling for this year. You know, there's some games in there that, you know, you can see them beating Florida. Tennessee's probably not going to happen. Georgia's definitely not going to happen. Uh, LSU, very unlikely. But it's at home, you know, and you could be four or five and oh. Well, that, you would be, you would be either four and one or five. Yeah. Oh, it better you better be either four and one or five and zero. Yeah. So that K State game early on, that's a that's a big test because obviously they came they came off the college football playoff or one of the Big Twelve and they handled Mizzou relatively easily last year. And so I I I think if they can get that W, you got Memphis then here in St. Louis, which is a, pretty much a home game, and then LSU. I mean LSU and Columbia five and would be probably an eleven o'clock start, right? Uh, but LSU and Columbia God, would be phenomenal. Oh my yeah. God, I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah, LSU at either two thirty or at night in Columbia on October seventh. I'll take that all day Sweet long. Sweet mother, all of day mercy. long. Well, TMA day at the at the oh Faro Field. God, <laughs> yeah. I am telling you. But I've been told that that might be the day of the St. Gabriel School picnic. So I wonder if. If the SEC would move that. Yeah, they probably would. Maybe a Thursday night game because of that. If the SEC would maybe move it to avoid that conflict. James, enjoy it. Wow. I thought you might uh, buckle at that. And I'm rooting for him. Like, I want him to do well. Let's go nine and three or something. Let's do it. There's a weird thing with a a faction of of fans. This is college sports as a whole. Or even pro sports, for that matter. If you criticize, then that means you're not a fan. Well, when you and I were talking about two years ago, I was really high on him. You're like, well, what has he done? And I go, well, look what he's done on the recruiting trail. 
And now, if you look at that 21 class, I mean, Wingo's gone, Lovett's gone. I mean, a lot of their big guys they got are gone. Yeah. And so, you know, Pinkle would find these diamonds in the rough and develop them. And Drinkwitz has gotten these diamonds on the surface, and they've even either gone or they haven't seen the field. So it's a big year. I mean, obviously, this. He, I feel like if they go seven and five, he'd be back. But that, that's I, interesting. I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd sure. say that. Kind would you be excited, though, at seven and five? It depends how it goes. Like, yeah, like the Georgia yeah, games that, context, that's, that's, right? That, that's the yeah. thing. There's so much context to it. You know, I mean, they really could. This is the first year I feel like in a long time, and I don't know how long. I mean, I'm, I'm, I could go back and look at schedules, and then I could point to it where you go, okay, they could actually have momentum coming out of September as opposed to the season being quote-unquote over, depending on if you're, you know, a guy who likes to go to, you know, the Liberty Bowl <laughs> or, you know, most fans who go don't care. Uh, where you go, okay, they're four and one, or they're five and zero, oh, and LSU is coming to town, and there's enthusiasm. You would think so. Yeah. That's the first time because of the way the schedule breaks, and if you can somehow carry that momentum, of course, the trade-off when you're in the SEC is that you now have the, the you got to pay for that on the back end, mm-hmm. theoretically, because then you'll still have Georgia and Tennessee and LSU on the back end of three of the final seven games, and that will certainly put you to the test, and then sure. whoever else might pop up. Because one of those teams that you might not be thinking about could wind up being great, just like when we saw the schedule and you go, God, Auburn, Georgia, K-State in September of 2022, who would have thought Auburn would be as bad as they were? So just looking at the schedule, you would think they would be at worst 4-1. and Yeah, that early part, sure. But like South Carolina, I know they've done well with South Carolina, but they're an up-and-coming team. Absolutely. We talk about recruiting uh, recruiting wins. I mean, Beamer's been killing it. So Yeah, I'm looking. Either way, I I love college football. I can't can't wait. I can't wait. James, appreciate it as always. Thank you, guys. And thanks. I I just want to take a moment. Thank you, all the listeners. And we get such a response from the TMA audience. God bless America. It's incredible. We're so grateful for it. And I just want everybody to know. That's why we exist. Not a hard sale. Just check us out online, carltoninsurance.com. Now give us a quick call. Not a hard sell. If we can help I'm you out, I'm a client. Great. I can speak to it. Well, thank you. Guys. I love the way you guys do it. Just texting and saying, "Hey, try to make deal. it easy." Yeah, that, yep. that's that's yep. the name of the that's game. Right. James Carlton, Carl, right. State Farm Insurance. Say thank you, James. Good to see you. There he is. Three one four nine six one forty eight hundred. Go online at carltoninsurance.net. Uh, if you're getting a home, get it through Ryan Kelly. Uh, he is online at thehomeloanexpert.com. Jackson, are you starting to be home guy? Not yet. What, what, what do you need to get taken care of? Because I know that portfolio is strong. Just a couple more years of earning. And, you know. You want a lady in your life. That's what you want. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, I think until, you know, live in the most efficient place you can until you meet somebody, you want to you know, take the next step in life. But for right now, I'm happy where I am. But, you know, you always keep an eye on it without necessarily being totally invested. But you got to keep an eye on it. Yeah. You know, understand the trends and when would be the best time. I know who to call. That's Ryan Kelly. Yeah, thehomeloanexpert.com. Pre-approval, I've done it with him. Uh, and refinance, I've done it with him. And right now, weird spot where you have the rates uh, up with credit card rates being higher than they've been in 30-plus years. That's incredible. But home equity is uh, certainly there, especially if you bought your home uh, years ago. You have equity. That is for sure. Take advantage of it. And if you have credit card debt, go to thehomeloanexpert.com, get a cash-out refi, work with the great Ryan Kelly, ta- 10-year sponsor, uh, title sponsor of this program, Ryan K.
Kelly looking for some fun at Big St. Charles Motorsports. Well, they've got it going again, and it's coming up. Dominate Adventure with the Tarek's family of rugged side-by-sides. The two-passenger Tarek's and four-passenger Tarek's four recreational side-by-sides deliver the perfect balance of performance and comfort on the trails. The two-passenger Terex KRX 1000 and four-passenger Terex KRX 4 1000 sports side-by-sides are built with next-level capability and power to deliver the adventure of a lifetime. Get your Terex at Big St. Charles Motorsports located on I-70 at Cave Springs. That is Big St. Charles Motorsports. Sign up to be the TMA Listener of the Month, Milagro Tequila. Welcome to a brighter side of tequila. With Milagro, we have one week left for this month's listener of the month sign up at tmastl.com that's where you can also get the tma day at the ballpark tickets uh just by going to tmastl.com larry thornton uh who i consider to be knowledgeable but also not one of the i don't know how to describe it jackson how would you describe it Mm. This is a situation where I was doing something and I completely spaced out for a second. So I love I, the honesty. I had no I love the I, honesty because right when I asked you, I could tell that's what it was, but I didn't want to step on you and then accuse you of something if I didn't know that was the case. But if I had to give a read, I would have been able to call it the hand. That was something I was filtering in KG No Town on Balloon Party occasionally, maybe once a week or so. I'll ask Jackson a question and I within about a second and a half, I go, oh, he didn't, he wasn't paying attention. You yeah. can tell it just went you can out tell into the ether. It, he did. Like a I, and that's yeah. fine. Blank glaze. I, I was understand. filtering that's an fine. email. You know what? not great. I'll take the 59 minutes and 58 seconds I get per hour out of Jackson any day of the week, and the trade-off is the two seconds where he... <laughs> just as I, You could have been saying... about Gareth dropping his balls into his gaping mouth in, in Sparta, Tennessee. Wow, this, what a picture. Um... Yeah, so real quick, I repeat, and I'll give you just a thorough answer as I can. Okay. Oh. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Uh, seven and five. I said Larry Thornton is a Missouri fan, but not a Missouri fan where you go. Right. Not like the, the guys that Joe Strauss was basically talking about. Sure. May he rest in peace. Maddie so so Larry Thornton would say seven and five. I still think he's gone. It's from Larry Thornton. Wow. So much of it is, is based DFR on. DFR didn't pick him. She is a move maker and it has, and has money to spend. If she thinks she has a better option, she'll take it. That's Larry Thornton. That makes sense. Uh, do you yeah. think seven and five? It just depends on the nature of how he, we get to seven and five. If it's seven and five, where you had some lot like wins that barely over some bad teams, and you got crushed. Yeah, you're right. Crushed by the superpowers. If you can, if, kind of similar to Mizzou basketball, where they never had like a loss that was like, wow, that was brutal outside of the Kansas game. Like, if they can have a season like that, where it's like Missouri's worst loss was without question outside of the Kansas game. Although I think a lot of that was just Kansas was just on, and that's going to happen. Right. Uh, was their last game of yeah, the year. Princeton, yeah. right, exactly. And, and, it, and they were kind of never in the game either. Yeah, it was so obvious. Uh, 
yeah, it's unfortunate. If that game happens in November, oh, that's just one of those games. But right. that's when you've got a chance to go to the Sweet 16 and you have that happen. So that's the way that it played out. Send your emails in, design air, heating and cooling email today. Jackson and I are going to go to our asses handed to us. What are they going to be unhappy about down there? They don't oh. really care about soccer as much as they do about the Cardinals. Nothing to complain about with the Blues. O'Reilly scored a huge goal, so maybe the, I don't think they're unhappy about Does that trip. audience care about his Tennessee trip? Is oh, that yeah. going to be a focus? They'll be upset. Yeah, it's it's a different kind of text, though. Yeah, it will be. Oh, yeah. Because I, <laughs> I heard you talking to Rock last week about. Oh, yeah, they were sending in texts. But the, it's just, I don't know how to describe Again, my best analogy is if you read comments under articles or, like, under YouTube links, that's what the text inbox is on 101. Yeah, and today will be exciting. You just go, wow. What percent, <laughs> what percent is negative? 99? Oh, oh, no, not 99. No, no, no. 95. 95? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in that range. But it's not limited to our show. I like to highlight it because it's kind of like a side project for me, honestly, that I, you know, just to be real blunt, don't need. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that plays, but just to be real honest with you, it's not where I'm, you know. Uh, so I just go in there and it, it kind of makes me dangerous, I suppose, because I don't care. Right. Right. So I just tell them and, you know, if they don't like it, it's like, right, it doesn't really matter, you know, get, get rid of the show. It's fine with me. I, I got a, I got a business that I'm bringing on venture capital for. I, you know, I don't, I don't really, you know, it, it, yeah. so, uh, but I like it because I'm totally 100% freed up and, can say whatever and i think some people now appreciate that yeah because they know what i'm saying it i'm not like tickling the balls of st louis sports fans mm-hmm. you know so it's kind of nice yeah right that, and that is and then jackson to his credit at 25 really doesn't care either not that he doesn't care doesn't care but that he's somewhat over the attacks so much so that day in day out he has an NBA score update at 10:30. Well, without fail. What are you going with today? Oh man. You going Warriors Kings? Oh, going one point obvious? game. Yeah. You're gonna sneak in the T Wolves Nuggets. I can talk about Saturday, like the 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 Sixers <laughs> sweeping the Nets, the, the hapless Nets, Mikhail Bridges in the Nets. And I think that would get people. I usually try to pick the most obscure names to mention on a like a point total, you know, like just try to confuse everybody. Uh, my opus, of course, I've mentioned before, is when I gave out the referees. <laughs> I can use of opus today for uh, Game Six of the Warrior or the Mavericks and Suns last year. I gave out the refs. Who would be refing them? Who would be re- opus. Where do you even find that? Uh, they they put that out. That's well, good for gambling information. Scott yeah, Foster. Chris Paul is I was one in thirteen in games where Scott Foster is the ref in the playoff game. I saw so that's that valuable sad. information to have. So, yeah, it's, it's just, I don't know, I, I wish you guys, well, you guys could. You can go in there and just look at the text. And you'd be like. <laughs> Iggy's been in there. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't have the text. Like, no, in front of the text. It's just, you wouldn't, you'd be like, what? And it, I'll tell you what it does. Here's what it's done. And I'm, this isn't a shot at Bob Fesco at all. I'm being serious. It is, I just don't, it's just not how I operate. I like to think people know that, but whatever. If you don't, fine, piss off. Uh, working with Bob, and it's not a shot at him, because he does a totally different thing. And I'm probably working with me was a nightmare for him. But within a week, I go, oh, my God, I got to work with Martin Kilcoin and Jim Hayes. Holy crap. I didn't realize how good I had it. Mm-hmm. For real. I'm dead serious. I thought that would not be because that was the kind of style that I like to do. And I'm sure for Bob doing the show that I like to do was like, oh, my God, this is terrible. I got to work with Jason Whitlock. You know, that's what he was probably thinking. Right. The, the texts on TMA and the emails, 
Well, like Liv was in here. Jackson lived at a wonderful job, by the way. She I really bet. did. I she bet. was, but I mean, like better than I, because I barely knew her. Uh-huh. Um, it it made me, and she was like, "God, your audience is so hilarious." <laughs> and I go, "Yeah." I, so that situation down the hall makes me have a greater appreciation for our audience. I already had a great appreciation for the audience, but an even greater, but the creativity right, that's the key. of the audience. That's the key. Not necessarily, because we don't deal with like the obsessives down there. Yeah. We're just guys on a show talking sports <laughs> to them. So you don't have the, like the obsessive one, like Iggy and I were having a wonderful text exchange on Saturday night about one of the situations we've got live on the fan page. Um, but, but we're just people there, which is fine. It's, that's nice. But the quality of the, the humor. <laughs> certainly. Jackson yeah. will occasionally point one out during a commercial break when I'm scrolling through Ella Reese's Instagram and go, see, this is what I'm talking about. Like, chairman of the board. Do you mean B-O-R-E-D? Yeah. Yep. That's like, what oh. it was. Top notch stuff. That was exactly, oh, yeah. I just go, oh, God. Yeah. It's like, like if I read that on this show, like there'd be 100 people jumping in and telling the guy to jump into the Mississippi River immediately or, you know. Yep. And that's yeah, that's basically what I'm tomatoes about. being thrown at yes. you after that. After yeah. what a zinger that was. <laughs> uh, Tim, do you think it's poetic justice that Rick from Gapelinsburg has now been shoved into a closet on a daily basis? Seems like maybe a lifestyle parallel to me. That's from Little Tommy Tribbins, Jackson. First of all, the Horton Watkins studio I've been in since day one. Here. And you love it. Absolutely. And I believe Marshall was saying we're gonna have a camera in there soon, right? Yeah. How upset are you about that? I'm not upset. I love it. It's just like always been like my my little private, you know, area where I get to work and no one, like it's not big enough where people feel like they can come and and chum around in there. Chum around. It's just kind of nice where I can like get work The best was last week I was in there and I don't even know what the hell I was doing in there. Right, yeah. Probably a sound story spot or editing or something like that. And Jamie, it's like 2.30, and Jamie Rivers comes walking by, and he looks and he sees you in there, but he notices I'm in there, and you know how small that studio oh, yeah, is. really small. He goes, what the F is going on here? And then he came in. He came in, and I was like, hey, Rivers, beat it. This place isn't big enough. Air is going to, we're going to be out of oxygen here in a second. Well, there's times when I pop in on you in the morning, and we fit okay, but I'm a, it's I'm tight. a, I'm a thicker guy. Sure, and I sure. got to kind of give you a little space as you back up. Yeah, because I've yeah, got a little longer, and so, yeah. It's, You're uh, getting longer? Is that what you said? You have a growth spurt going on? I'd ki- I would kill for an extra two more inches. That'd oh, my God. That would be great. I'd have to get new clothes, but that would be fine with me. That would be the greatest thing in the world yeah yeah i'd actually i would give up an inch of my height to fill in all the spots in my hair i'd fill in i'd even go two inches i think you're i think that's a bad move as a short bald man i feel like i can analyze honestly the situation and the height in 2023 now maybe if this were 1985 the height in 2023 has greater value than the hair all right telling you that fair enough i'm just telling you that all right. As yeah. far as ladies go. Sure, sure. Uh, and then it... also guys have a weird thing, too. And I think we need to do a deep dive on this at some point. Like, there's a certain thing, and I don't know what this is about, that guys will be like, I experienced this when I was a two-term, two-term rush chairman. If a guy was taller, other guys who were kind of into that stuff were like, oh, yeah, he's a stud. <laughs> They'd be like, what are, what are we doing here? Oh, like, just... I'm trying to, like, bring on guys who I think are, like, ambitious and going to be successful and quality people, and you want me to... Sign guys to the frat who are like good looking. <laughs> like, what are we doing? We have two different <laughs> mission statements. Here. Right. Like, what? you want hot guys around? I mean, hey, God bless. 
to each their own. I don't know what that's about. I'm telling you, that's why there has not been a short man who has been a president in the United States. I suppose DeSantis could be the, the but he, like he like his height is top secret. He's got the Tom Cruise thing going on, but I think he's my height. Really, there hasn't been a short man. I don't know who the shortest president's been in in, the, in since the 20th century. I, I know John Adams was super small, but for real, there hasn't been. Bill Clinton was super tall. I met Obama. He was probably like six foot one ballpark. George W. Bush, I think, was fa- fairly tall. I wonder if Jimmy Carter was small. Maybe so we're that's talking the problem. Of, of the 20th century. Yeah, what do we have? Since, Trump's tall. Uh, Truman was 5'9". Yeah, there you go. Right in that mid part of the century. Uh, I'm t- post-television era. Let me go that way. Okay. Jim, Jimmy Carter, 5'10". There you yeah, go. Jimmy Carter. One-termer considered one of the worst of all time. <laughs> uh... Yeah, but like you know, W is five eleven and a half. Nixon five eleven and a half. They're kind of all Biden six feet. Uh, Reagan six one. JFK, Keep an eye on this one. stuff, Jackson. That's all I'm telling you. That's interesting. That's all I'm telling you. Yeah. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, who's been? Has anybody t- tended to the filtered? Yeah, they're all filtered. Oh, you filtered them while over there talking and running the board. That's why I wasn't paying attention when you asked about the seven and five Makes question. All the sense <laughs> in the world. Makes all the sense in the world. Before we go to the design air heating and cooling email today, Iggy can attest. Then when it comes to fashion, finding clothes that can fit properly can make or break the outfit. But when you want to not only look good in all types of weather conditions and swing a golf club comfortably, fit is even more essential. Holderness and Board is absolutely nailed the fit because their approach is tailored but not tight, even for those who wear a bigger size. The fit loosens as you get towards large, extra large, and on up while maintaining the sharp look you can pick out from across the driving range. It's Holderness and Bourne, and here's what you got. Go to hbgolf.com and enter the promo code TMA15 and then check out their new spring styles and colors. You get 15% off by entering promo code TMA15 for 15% off your next order at hbgolf.com. And while you're looking good, get that short game working. It's so important with clubhouse turf, you can get it done. Driving the ball 300 yards is cool and impresses your buddies, but scoring amounts to getting the ball in the hole. How many times have you hit a great drive only to miss the green, skull a chip, and three-putt your way to a double bogey? While tour players get up and down two-thirds of the time, scratch golfers still only get up and down around half the time. Thus, the best way to lower your scores is to improve your short game, and that's why tour players like master champion John Rahm and Max Homa have installed celebrity greens in their backyard. Get it done and experience the magic of being able to walk outside and just get the work in how glorious is that it's fully customizable layouts and it's clubhouseturf.com is where you can find it 314-834-2339 or go online at clubhouseturf.com and let them know you are a tma listener ladies and gentlemen it's time for the design air heating and cooling email the day it's nice to see jackson back in the fold but with kg sitting in doug's chair you guys are now on your fourth Fill in, this is big, your fourth fill-in host in the past few weeks. Who's next is Jody down at the front desk going to be guest hosting tomorrow. (laughs) So tomorrow, Plowhawk will be there. Iggy will be where he is. I'm where I am. Jackson's there. KG in O-Town goes Horton Watkinsing. Yep. Yep. Segment Studio. Segment Studios. It's <laughs> yeah, known it's for the day. Uh, let's see what we got. Uh, Liv was great, but she only survived one show with you guys before fabricating some far-fetched excuse about distant relatives visiting from out of town. To be honest, though, she lasted two hours and 55 minutes longer than I thought she would. 
Not only are you finding it difficult to retain fill-in hosts for more than a few days at a time, you're also having trouble finding actual guests who want to show up for interviews. However, it would be unrealistic to replicate the miraculous run of powerhouse guest interviews you guys had a few years ago. Let's run down a list of some of the biggest names in the history of HD2 that have appeared on TMA. Some of my favorites include a hungover teenager named Estio Angel Julia, a.k.a. Juju Baby, who was apparently still too drunk from the night before to figure out how to ignore your repeated harassment attempts by simply turning off her phone. Several aggressive cashiers from a fledgling lingerie and vape shop <laughs> who tried to bully Tim into having a threesome at a TMA Live. A random woman from North Carolina named Sheila who reluctantly called in after stumbling oh, across your show on YouTube. <laughs> I forgot about that. An entertainment coordinator from Hedonism that Iggy knew 25 years ago. And the always relevant Tara Savello <laughs> who was fired for being unable to use enough makeup to conceal Lady Gaga's dong. Just to name a few. I forgot about that lady from North Carolina. She, she was just, great. She just commented on YouTube yeah. and she was a guest. <laughs> it's not hard. Compared to those legends, Jeremy Piven's a nobody. St. Louis doesn't need him to come here anyway because we have a minor league football team that almost made the playoffs. <laughs> and we might host the NIT Final Four someday. Woo. Now, back to Jackson. There was something noticeably different about him today. Either the fluorescent lights inside that tiny prisoner interrogation room you call a studio are hitting Lil Piddles differently today, or he still has that unmistakable after-sex glow radiating from his translucent skin. I think our boy might have finally broken his 48-hour rule down in Sparta. I speak for everyone in the listening audience by saying, welcome back, Jackson. We're so proud of you for exploring Garrett's dirt road. But please explain what you meant on KG's Ask the Hubbards interview when you uttered the phrase, quote, anytime you can send your dad a picture of your unit is pretty outstanding. I will patiently await your response. It's from the JV golf coach. Roman Roy uh, sent ah! Logan Roy a picture uh, that was not intended for him, but it ended up on his phone. And uh, Brian Cox... Uh, commits some of the best facial acting of all time in that scene. Uh, while Doug is gallivanting around the Mediterranean and showcasing his fabulous journey like he's Anthony Bourdain, our executive producer zagged and took 12 of his friends on a journey to find the worst vacation <laughs> spot in the United States. If I'm booking a guy's weekend in Tennessee for a dozen dudes in their early 20s, the bachelorette party destination of Nashville would be the insta-call I suppose if Nashville was a no-go, we could shoot Owen over to Knoxville and cruise for University of Tennessee Strange with Rondo at Whiskey Dicks. Gatlinburg would be an odd choice for 12 dudes in their early 20s to hang out together, but the Smoky Mountains are a beautiful part of the country. The list would not include some random city with a population smaller than Shrewsbury that's a 90-minute drive from anything remotely fun. With so many outstanding options for golf in Missouri, it makes sense to drive six hours across multiple state lines to play the worst golf course in the country. <laughs> I imagine Herb took one look at that joint and hit the eject button with an emergency trip to visit relatives at Nashville. Hinge and Bumble aren't going to be much good to you. If you want to find some strange down Spartaway, you'll need to use the Deliverance app. While it's impressive that someone in the group got the contact information of the high school girl at Sonic, I'm thinking Parker Posey and waiting for Guff <laughs> nice reference. It sounds like the highlight of the trip was watching NBA playoffs, playing 20 questions, and nightly trips to the outhouse to beat off. Next time, just save the gas money and book your trip at Iggy's apartment complex. That's from Buck Swope. 
And finally, St. Louis, summer, a balmy 103 degrees at noon on a Wednesday. Close your eyes and tell me what you imagine. The smell of a freshly shorn lawn. Maybe the sounds of laughter as the neighborhood kids play in the sprinkler. The taste of mom's freshly squeezed lemonade. Now, open your eyes and turn the TV on KPLR 11. If you're lucky, the game won't be blacked out in our booming market of commerce and minor league sporting events being played in a boat show convention center dome. And it's there you'll get the chance to see feast your eyes upon TMA midwork weekday at the ballpark where a couple hundred load-bearing elastic sweatband-wearing HD2 carnival people are spilling themselves into the cheap seats, washing down their deep-fried bologna sandwiches with slugs of lukewarm butt-heavy, desperately trying to convince the poor family in front of them that they were screwed on 2022's TMA Listener of the Year Award. Two gigantic sections of HD tours with elevated heart rates battling for precious, precious <laughs> armrest real estate to accommodate their overspill of shop and save bags filled with half a dozen RC colas and homemade egg salad sandwiches. By the time they filled out their programs and checked their insulin levels, their bodies have nearly maxed out of the aches and pains the human stomach can physically handle, but neither Nico Smith's national anthem nor Bobby Keppel's celebrity first pitch can convince them to shift their caloric intake into low gear because the ice cream of the future and pulled pork egg rolls ain't going to consume themselves. <laughs> An entire horde of sweat-soaked gargoyles wearing Happy Halloween bitches TMA-branded merch. Bravely fighting through the nausea, abdominal bloating, and bouts of acid reflux to tell the beer guy about the time a member of the show privately DM them to ask if they can please stop posting offshore horse racing tips of the fan page. <laughs> because it's cluttering up the feed for important stuff like bourbon raffles and guys arguing with Cletus about politics. Thanks. That's from Dragon Slayer. And that's what we have for the designer heating and cooling email today. Iggy, what you got? Yeah, Dragon Slayer without a doubt. Uh, KG in O-Town. You're in Doug's chair. It's a powerful spot. I'm going to go JV Golf Coach. Wow, a pivot. That's what he's known for, Jackson. JV Golf Coach. JV Golf Coach. Wow. I guess I've skipped my vote. Well, either way, we'll honor it. JV Golf Coach, you have won the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. Jackson and I are two minutes late for a show. Bye.